Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're going to find out more about what God has to say about himself today as we look at Psalm 55, Colin. Yes, we, we've seen uh, uh, during the course of this week how God looks upon those who seek after him. And David was certainly someone who sought the Lord all the way through his life. And Psalm 55 begins with the words, Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. For my thoughts trouble me and I am distraught at the voice of the enemy, at the snares of the wicked. For they bring down suffering upon me and revile me in your anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror have overwhelmed me. I suppose that a lot of people listening have been through times like that, and there may be many people who are in that kind of situation now. Those words sum up exactly how you feel. But if we go on to verse 16, David says, But I call to the Lord, and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning, and noon... I cry out in distress, and he hears my voice. He ransomed me unharmed from the battle waged against me, even though many oppose me. God, who is enthroned forever, will hear them and afflict them. In other words, God will deal with those who oppose you and who oppose the truth. You don't have to do that. God will deal with those who oppose his will, God will, God will judge the living and the dead. We are not to judge anyone. All judgment belongs to him. But when we call out into the Lord, he saves us. And, and, and I wish more and more people would have this understanding that salvation in Scripture is a process. Yes, I am saved by the grace of God, but I'm being saved, and I will be saved on the day of judgment. But I I am being saved every day. Every day when I cry out to the Lord, as David says, in the evening, in the morning, at noon, doesn't matter. God saves you out of your distress. And in the last couple of years, I've been through quite a lot of personal distress with healing issues and so on that I've had to work through. But I've known the mercy of God. I've known the grace of God in such wonderful, wonderful ways that whenever you cry out, he hears your voice and he he redeems you. He redeems the situation. It's absolutely wonderful. Therefore, see in verse 22, he says, and this, this is such an important verse, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Now, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. The problem for many, even for many Christians, is they don't cast their, their cares on the Lord. They talk to him about them, and then they take them back to themselves. They don't actually get rid of them. If you cast your cares on the Lord, it's like having a burden, and you pass it on to someone else. Um, I, I've, I've often put it like this, you know, in, in my traveling all around the world, uh, people meet me at airports wherever I go. And if I'm carrying, uh, I mean, 
uh, often, of course, you have trolleys. Sometimes you can't get a trolley, and, and there's your bag. Today you can wheel them, but in the old days you had to carry them. And um, so people have often said, oh, let me carry your case for you. And so I've allowed them to do that. It's, it's good to allow others to serve you. And because um, it blesses them, you see, to do that. Now, when, when, when uh, they offer to do that, I don't say, well, now, wait a minute. Um, I, 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 we just need to put the case down and we need to open it up so I need to let you know what is in it so you know what you're carrying. I want to tell you all about all the items. No, 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 no. I'm just happy to take that whole bundle of cares, the whole weight of that suitcase, and give it to the other person. Say, okay, you offer to carry it for me. You carry it for me. That's fine. Thank you very much. Now, you see, this is what the Lord is saying. Cast all your cares on me. You don't have to carry them if you cast them on me. I will carry them. There's a wonderful verse in Isaiah where the Lord says, I will carry you. And oh boy, I've let the Lord do that. I've said, Lord, I don't know what to do in this situation. Please just carry me. Just carry me through it. And you know the Lord would do that. And uh, you see, what it says here is, cast your cares upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Not some of your cares. Cast all your cares on the Lord. Then you don't have to carry any of them, do you? And then it says, he will never let the righteous fall. You've never seen a righteous person fall then, Colin? Not when that person has been trusting the Lord. The only time when people fall from grace or fall away from God is when they become proud, independent, disobedient, something like that. And they have either taken the Lord for granted or they have thought that the rules that God lays down for his people don't apply to them, that they're too big, that they're above the rules, above the word of God. No, no, no. The word of God is the same for all of us. And we can never get too big for the word. We can never, our ministries can never be too important for us to walk in humility before God and man. Is that why God hates pride so much? Oh, he hates pride. Because you see, Pride separates you from God quicker than anything. I mean, what was Adam and Eve's problem? It was independence and pride. It's the pride of thinking they could go against God's word. And that's the kind of sin that leads people into real trouble. So we don't want to go that route. And we want instead to cast our cares upon the Lord. But the great thing is when we do sin, he is the Lord who is merciful. Psalm 56 begins, be merciful to me, O God. For men hotly pursue me all day long, they press their attack. You know, God's mercy not only forgives, but God's mercy protects us from, from so many things that come against us. My slanderers pursue me all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. You see, it is pr pride that opposes the will of God, or causes people to oppose the will of God. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I will not be afraid. Why? Because he is the one who is faithful. He is the one who is trustworthy. He is the one that we can always depend upon. And he repeats this in verse 10, in God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? It's wonderful. And then if we go on to Psalm 57, 
in verse 2, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends his love and his faithfulness. I, you know, I've been saying all week that, that really it, it's not, prayer is not us trying to impress God as to what he ought to do in order to meet our needs. But prayer is really God's way of um, bringing us into line with him, into line with his will and understanding his purpose and praying that purpose into being in our lives. And I think if you understand uh, prayer in that way, then you will understand the prayer promises of God. And you will also understand why some of your prayers may appear not to have been answered because you've really been praying from the wrong premise of trying to get God to do what you want instead of fitting, seeing that prayer is, is fitting into the plan and the purpose of God. He is the Lord. He is the one who is sort of dictating the way in which we should go and the way in which we should walk according to his plans. Yes, it really does remind us again, doesn't it, that it is God who does everything, even fulfilling the plans and purposes of our lives. Yeah, there's a, there's a lovely word in, in Isaiah where, where God says, um, uh, I, I know the plans I have for you and carry them out I will. And I, I think, yeah, that's it. You know the plans you have for me, Lord, and you will carry them out. By your grace and mercy, you will work in my life in whatever way is necessary so that your plan and purpose for my life is fulfilled. And when I step outside your plan and purpose, do anything wrong, in your mercy and your grace, you will quickly bring me back into line, on course, so that your plan and your purpose for my life is fulfilled. I say what God wants us to do while we're waiting is just to keep our eyes on him, as the psalmist says. Yes, I mean, there's an element of predestination about this, but it's not all predestination, you see, because you can step outside the Lord's will, and you therefore you have to be, you know, he doesn't make you obey him. He, he what, what the Spirit of God is doing is working within us to enable us to walk in his ways, to enable us to obey him, to enable us to fulfill his plan and purpose. And... Uh, you know, I, I, I love, I, I love these psalms, and, and um, we, we, we see in verse seven of Psalm fifty-seven, my heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is set steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I, you know, I like to get up early in the morning and and uh, awaken the dawn. Uh, you know, just to be praising God, give Him the first part of the day. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Let me just say this about, about prayer and about your own prayer time with the Lord in the morning. It isn't just a question of speaking and singing praises to him, but of, of praising him by listening to him, listening to his word, listening to what he's saying by the Spirit, taking heed to what he's saying, praying his will into being in your life, bringing your, li your thinking into line with his thinking, bringing your will in submission to his will. All that is actually part of praising God, of setting him first and foremost in your life so that he has the preeminence and he has um, the say-so. He is, after all, the Lord. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 